Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. This morning, though, we're going to be continuing looking at unwrapping the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And today, it's talking about the manifested presence of the Holy Spirit, the manifested gifts of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Can I encourage us as a church? I look around this morning and so many amazing, beautiful people, faces, amen. Love seeing you all here. But I'm just believing for the day when as we gather together that the Holy Spirit is going to manifest himself through individuals as he chooses for the profit of all. Amen? That could be a word of knowledge. That could be a a prophetic utterance. That might be someone speaking in tongues. I remember years ago, um, and, and I hate to say that it was years ago, but I remember quite a while ago I was in India. And uh, what an experience and journey that was. We were on an outreach team there and there was, I think, 50 people in the team at the time. And I mean, these were, these were 50 people that were so hungry for God, right? And I was just a new believer. I was very, very young in the faith, but just felt that, you know, I wanted to go on this, this mission trip to India. And, you know, we used to have morning chapel services. And honestly, just the, just the presence of God in those chapel services was astounding. In fact, in that moment and in that time, I was, I was introduced to something that I'd never been introduced before, where it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where someone has an, an utterance, speaks in an unknown language, and someone else interprets it. We'll look at that in a moment's time, where, where someone just speaks in tongues, and please don't get frightened, I'm not doing that this morning, amen, although I do speak in tongues and I love praying in tongues. But where someone has a, a, an utterance and then someone else interprets it. I was in that meeting in India and there were so many occasions and I had hair back then where my hair would stand up just with a, wow, my gosh, God's in the room, amen. And there were a few times where someone would just pray in an unknown tongue and I had no idea what they were talking about. Then about 30 seconds to a minute later, someone would pray this, 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 this prayer, but now it, went, it got translated from being in, in the heavenly language into an earthly language where everyone could understand. And oh my gosh, talk about Holy Ghost goosebumps, amen? That's the manifested presence of the Holy Spirit where he chooses to manifest himself through those that he chooses. And this is this morning what we're looking at today and I pray today that God might encourage us. We've been looking at the importance of of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this morning we're going to be looking at, as I said, the manifested outpouring of the gifts of God. And then we're going to be finishing our time looking at the importance of service in and through the life of the believer. Recapping a couple of minutes, I won't be too long with this. Firstly, the greatest secret in the church today is that people are gifted and endowed by God with supernatural abilities. Amen. We saw that Satan's plan is to do all that he can to deceive and blind the believer of their full potential. In fact, listening to the words of of the Apostle Paul, he says in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be ignorant. That word there, ignorant, to not know or understand. Now concerning spiritual gifts, Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you not to understand how important they are. Paul's stating it there. And then we see the command from Scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. It says, each one has received a gift. 
minister or serve it to one another as good stewards or managers of the manifold grace of God. Paul says, don't be ignorant about spiritual gifts. Why? Because they're for the purpose of building up the body, amen. Making the body all that God's called it to be, hallelujah. Then in 1 Peter, sorry, I'm getting excited. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, that as each one has received a gift, make sure you sit on it your whole Christian life. Never do anything with it. Think about it. Fantasize about it. See yourself there, you know, doing whatever so powerfully one day, but never do it. No, Peter says that as each one has received a gift, make sure that you get busy using it. If it's prophesy, prophesy until the cows come home. Truth bomb. We shared it a few weeks. We are not just sons and daughters of God. We are ministers for the Almighty, sharing the gospel using the gifts that he has empowered us with. A couple of weeks ago, we looked at the motivational gifts. These are the gifts that when we get born again are are instilled, are imparted into our lives. In the book of Ephesians, it says when when Jesus ascended to heaven, he released gifts to people, amen. When you got born again, God imparted into you supernatural abilities. These are our motivational gifts. These are what we, we find to do things and we do them easily. Why? Because we're gifted with those, amen. I haven't got time at the moment, but at some point to talk about the fivefold ministry gifts in the book of Ephesians, another grouping of gifts. Do we look at motivational gifts? We look at the fivefold ministry gifts found in the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Some are apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers, and prophets. And we haven't got time to talk about them this morning. But what we want to focus on today is the motivation, excuse me, is the, is the, excuse me, is the, is the manifestation. Thank you, I had a brain deaden of them. Amen. So we want to look at this morning and spend some time looking at the manifestation of the gifts of God out of the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And listen to what it says. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of who? When God moves in the house, when God's people are hungry and open to the Holy Spirit moving, and He moves, you might not necessarily be the recipient, but you are encouraged by that. You are built up when the Spirit moves, amen. In whatever situation that might be, be it a home group, be it a prayer meeting, oh my gosh, Tuesday night in the prayer meeting, prayer meeting, the Holy Spirit was manifesting Himself through us as we prayed. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The word manifestation is from the Greek word phanerosis, I think it is. Phanerosis. You're bored with me, honey. I've been waiting for that the whole service. (laughs) I thought you'd get a laugh out of that. She's going to pick up the guest speaker and take her back to here. So that's awesome. Travel safe, hon. Amen. I'll tell them about the cat you ran over last night. Oh, did I say that? The The word manifestation, listen to it, from the Greek word, it means exhibition, expression, or bestowment. The Holy Spirit exhibiting or expressing himself or bestowing upon someone his moving in and through a believer's life for the benefit or the profit of someone else. Powerful stuff when we start to open this up. In fact, we look at this, these scriptures out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting in verse 8. 
It says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, picking up a theme here, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. Listen to this one, we mentioned it before. To another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But this is the kicker that I want you to focus on this morning. It's not up on the screen, but I'll read it to you. Verse 11. But the one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Amen. As he wills. And church, can I say, we are coming into a season where we are going to see the Holy Spirit moving in far greater ways than we've experienced before. We're coming into a time where we're going to see heaven come and fall in this place. Amen. We're coming into a time where people are going to get so in touch and on fire with the Holy Spirit, amen, that they won't be able to move out of their seats, old Maxie, amen. That's you, hallelujah. Fire in your bones. Amen. The Holy Spirit wanting to move and manifest himself through the believer as he chooses for the benefit of all, amen. Hallelujah. You're getting it this morning? The Holy Spirit wants to move, but we've got to be open in our hearts and in our lives to say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. You know, often people will come to me and, and, and say, you know, you know I, had a, I had this word today, but I didn't share it because I felt like, you know, if it was wrong or I, I felt a little bit embarrassed. You know, I reckon we need to get past that, amen. As a people, if God's given you a, a, a word to encourage the church, then can I encourage us to be sharing those words, amen. To allow, the Holy Spirit just doesn't live in me. The Holy Spirit lives in we, amen. He's alive and he's active and he's moving. He wants to flow through us, amen. He's the same yesterday, today and forever, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit just wasn't poured out on that particular day on on those apostles that some people would teach you. He's alive and he's real today and he wants to move in us and through us, hallelujah. He wants to manifest himself. He wants to show off, hallelujah. He wants to bless and encourage people, amen. But we've got to be open to the moving of the Holy Spirit open to the manifestation of the gifts of God, moving in us and through us, prophecy, tongues, interpretation, healings, miracles. I love that. It's just all good stuff, amen. And I think about it. The nine gifts of the Holy Spirit are like torpedo gifts. As the Holy Spirit can manifest any one of these nine gifts through any believer at any time that he wants to, amen. Each one of these gifts are major power gifts and they're all all direct, supernatural, miraculous manifestations directly from the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. A few things running through my mind, just wanting to make sure that it's right. Hallelujah. Hmm. Any spirit-filled Christian can get themselves into a place to receive these gifts, as the Apostle Paul himself tells us, not to be afraid and to try and stir up the gifts to stir up the moving of the Holy Spirit in and through us. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says, And desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you prophesy. 
I love that there. Desire spiritual gifts. Come on, friends. Me, right in the very midst of this, are we desiring spiritual gifts? Are we desiring that the Lord move through us? Amen. I believe that it's a time that we start to stir our desire for the things of the Spirit. Amen. Many of us are sitting on supernatural gifts and abilities. Many of us for disappointment, for discouragement, maybe some, some weariness, some feeling a sense of worn out. I want to encourage us. It's time for us to shake off the dust off the gifts and start to use them again for the glory of God and let the Lord speak through us. Amen. In whatever that might be. Or to pray through us. Amen. In whatever that might look like as well. You know, this morning, you might be really struggling with the thought of that, that God, you've called me, you not only called me, you've gifted me. Many people have that sense of self-doubt. Can I say this morning, it's not about you, it's about him in you. And all we need to do is get out of the way and say, well, God, you know, I'm going to give it a go in Jesus' name. And you know, the worst thing that can happen is maybe you miss it. Is that a big deal? Is that a end of life as you know it? No. The Bible says that we, 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 by reason of use, we practice using the gifts of God. And by being open and hungry in our hearts, we position ourselves for God flowing in us and through us. Hallelujah. How do we position ourselves? Three little thoughts and then I'll conclude this morning. How we position ourselves. Paul said that we desire spiritual gifts, but what are some of the qualities in a believer's life that qualifies the Holy Spirit's choosing? Amen? What is it? A couple of things. Number one, having a heart of honor. Thanks, Max. Yep. Having an honorable heart. Having faith. Amen? Believing that God is more than able. Another one, having a heart of love for those that are around us. Using the gifts or allowing God to use, use us is not about having that whole thought of look at me, look at me, amen. The greatest expression of love is through serving others, amen. Laying down our lives for others by serving the needs of others. And Jesus gives us a clear picture of how important it is to serve others when we look at him washing the filthy and the disgusting, the, the, the dusty feet of the disciples, he gives us that absolutely brilliant picture there that if we want the Holy Spirit manifesting through us, then I think it's important that we have a heart to serve those around us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There are no superstars in the house of God. There's only one Jesus the rest of us are his servants, amen. <laughs> but serving, serving, taking on the heart and the role of a servant, I believe so positions us to be used in more powerful and profound ways, amen. A heart of service positions us for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit through our lives. And I love it. I, I don't think that Bill Gates could have got this worked out. 
I don't think Elon Musk would have had the wisdom and the intellect to establish what God has established in his family, in his church. We all come together. We're all from different backgrounds, different parts of the world. We're from different demographics. We're from different vocational aspects. But we come together. We're all equal before our Father in heaven. And he doesn't say, oh, well, you know, John, you've, you've, you've done a, a, a Bachelor of Psychology. I'll choose you, John. Or look at someone else and say, wow, you're so skilled and perfect. I'll choose you. Now he's chosen us all. And not only that, in God's great wisdom, he's gifted every one of us. Isn't it good, Max? Isn't it great? Amen? The way he does it. You know, there's a little journey that we've been on in the last few weeks as we start to conclude today. I think God is wanting to get our attention again and encourage us about the importance of serving others with the gifts that he's entrusted to us. Amen? And so this morning I'll finish with the question, how and where are you serving? Who and how are you serving? Amen? It might not be any large scale. It might be just a small thing that you're doing, but the important thing is that you are And on top of that as well, let us continue to come and maybe renew our vision about when we come that we're open to God, to God manifesting himself through us and making sure that we don't hold back, but we step out in whatever it might be, amen. Encouraging the church through a word, speaking a word of prophecy. Don't worry, if it's wrong, we'll correct you (laughs) in a loving way with a hammer that's not right (laughs) but come on why don't we stand to our feet as we conclude this morning Lord we just so thank you Lord that you've chosen us that you've appointed us Lord and Lord you've gifted us Lord as we stand here this morning again afresh we just we just surrender afresh to you Lord Lord, we want you moving in our midst. Holy Spirit, we we want you manifesting your presence, the gifts of the Spirit that come from you and by you, Lord. And so, Lord, today we just thank you. Continue to speak to our hearts. Continue to encourage about this journey, about unwrapping the gifts that you've given us, Lord, but also preparing our hearts as we gather in this place and every time that we meet together, that we look to you, Holy Spirit, that you want to speak through us, you want to pray through us, you want to prophesy through us Lord whatever it is that you want to do we're open to you Lord we're so open to you and so Lord in this season in this time we say thank you have your way in us we bless you and we praise you in Jesus name Lord we pray hallelujah we just wait on you friends this morning there may well be and I believe that there are people in this place that need to arise again in a fresh sense of faith with a fresh sense of vision and begin to submit and to, to yield the gifts that God has given you, to start to use them again for His glory and for His purpose. 
There are others here this morning that may well be struggling with that whole thought of trusting and believing the God that you've gifted them. Lord, I pray for them this morning that the best thing that we can be doing is taking small steps of faith, stepping out, trusting and leading you, Lord. So God, we thank you. We thank you as a church. We look forward to the the journey, the future that you have for us. We so welcome you in our midst, in our families. And everybody said, Amen.